Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to Timeline Scavengers. If this is your first episode, welcome for your first time. Also, why? This podcast is specifically designed to last forever. And also, if this is your first episode, just know that you're probably missing a lot of context clues. <laughs> I'm Colin Parker, one of your hosts. And I'm James Anderson, one of your other hosts. On this show, we're going through the Marvel Cinematic Universe in historical order, scene by scene, until the end of time. We are joined once again by the illustrious, Ooh. the lugubrious, oh. I think. I don't know if that's a word. Uh, it's definitely a word. I don't know if it's good or bad or, or ugly. Um, Hopefully it's good. But for sure, the um, wonderful Mike Snyder. Mike, thank welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me back. And thank you for such a wonderful, if not uh, 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 un unknowable entrance. Hold on. Um, it's just really important that, that we know what lugubrious means, just real quick. Ooh, looking or sadding, sad and dismal. The very unlugubrious Mike Snyder. I am the, not sad or dismal. That is correct. The opposite of lugubrious is what we always say about Mike Snyder. That would Snyder. be a really weird podcast to listen to if you guys were upbeat and I was sad. Pretty funny, though. Have you, have you seen most podcasts? Fair point. Listen, we got a little bit of stuff to talk about. But before we do any talking, well, of the <laughs> Marvel uh, type... Uh, before no one, everyone shut up for the next five minutes. No, before anyone else can speak ever again, we have to do, we have to do something different. No, okay, no. Before everyone uh, starts talking about Marvel, I want to hear from Mike real quick about. I would like for you to give us a quick little pitch about your show, um, but also, you know, uh, you know, you've got some content that's out there in the world that might be, you know done or you know might not be working on but like i feel like you know you've done a bunch of stuff uh over the years so if you'd like to pitch you know any like basically any and all projects that you've been a part of just to have people be able to find your work essentially you know uh where can people find those things sure uh, I, I broke into this podcasting industry with my uh, co-host Ben on a podcast that we did called uh, Back to the Futurama, which is a Futurama uh, rewatch podcast we did a while ago. Uh, we've moved on to the television show Community with uh, Joe McHale. Uh, that's called Good Morning Greendale, um, which you can find at Good Greendale if you'd like. Um, I also did, a, I, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but I did a, a solo podcast that uh, some people seem to like, uh, but I found was a little bit too much work for me. Uh, it's called I Brought My Own Soapbox, uh, and you can find that at My Own Soapbox Pod. Great I did, title. I think, seven episodes of it or something like that, where I just talked at you uh, about a thing that I liked. I liked it very much. Maybe I should think about bringing you back, but I don't know. We'll find out. I'd like to encourage you, too. I do also very strongly appreciate that I said, everyone, stop talking. We can't talk about anything until Mike has talked about these things. And so James very patiently did a lot of pantomiming, not pan yeah, pantomiming, and just like sort of like general, like enthusiastic head nods and thumbs up until Mike had pitched all of his shows. And then James opened his mouth. James kept it to the rules. And I appreciate that about James. Until, James well, is very really good. Wasn't, Mike wasn't done. He just said something well, that I contributed all to. Three. So he he had said all three. So you're you are good on that. But front. he he said the thing that I that I helped uh, come up with a title for. So I had to. Oh jump yes, in you did come up. Yes, you did. I. It so much time has passed, or I don't remember. Maybe it's not the the whole weird world is timey wibby wibbly wobbly. Uh, mm -hmm. But you did help me come up with that name, and it was a very good name. And thank you, James. I'm going to say it publicly. Thank you, James. Hey, you're welcome. 
I'm going to have to cut that. No one can thank James for this podcast. Um, Bonus content. Here we come. No, it can't see the light of day. Listen, if you let, if you give, it's like if you give a mouse a cookie, if you give James a compliment. Sure. I like this that's story the whole already. Podcast. That's the rest of the podcast. <laughs> um, no. Okay. So uh, listen, folks, I've got a very, very short scene for you today. Uh, so we're just going to hop right into it and then probably hop right on out. It's kind of like, you know, when you jump in the pool and you find out, oh, shit, it's actually a lot colder than I thought it was. Or much uh, so warmer than out. you knew it was. Ooh, you got to be careful on that because why is it that warm? Exactly. Because you know? it's a soup. Good soup. Someone's mm, cutting good soup. carrot in. Good soup. Yep. Um, okay. <laughs> we can tell who's on TikTok a lot. Yes, uh, for sure. I have lots uh, okay. of, po- I, I use it for like political awareness and like kind of staying abreast of oh, like God. important issues and stuff. So. Sure. I don't know. Some people use it for silliness, but not me. Oh, I use it I, for silliness. <laughs> yes, that is for sure what I'm also there for. Um, Agents of but, S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, maybe we should talk about Agents, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. So in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Season 7, Episode 1, if you go to 27 minutes and 52 seconds and then let it play until 28 minutes and 11 seconds, you get the following scene. So real quick for context, actually, I will say, if you don't remember, at the end of the last episode we were talking about, uh, or the last scene, they figure out that because the Chronicoms are trying to destroy S.H.I.E.L.D., they're going to go after FDR because he gets elected in 1932. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he eventually goes on to form the SSR, which becomes S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay, so they say all that to each other like, oh, gosh, right? And then you cut to this scene, which is uh, the voice still happening from the previous setting, kind of hanging over as like a voiceover almost of Mac saying, it's easy to assassinate the president when he isn't the president yet. And hopefully by me repeating that line out loud, I am not somehow on like a no-fly list now. <laughs> um, but to be very clear, uh, it, Mr. FBI agent that's watching me, uh, that is just a quote from a TV show. I, I am not saying that. Also, for um, $2 a month, you can uh, the, the FBI is just as, as allowed to subscribe to Patreon. That's like, true. Hey, yeah, please, please check out our Patreon, uh, FBI agent. Hey, if you'd like to pop on to like a bonus episode, let me know. Uh, okay, so he says that, and as that's happening, you see a like kind of fancy schmancy locale setting up for a dinner party. Mm-hmm. And as that's being said, Luke and Abel, uh, the other two chronocops, uh, enter into the building, and they look around with like the weirdest like I'm evil, but I'm smiling. So that should make you uncomfortable kind of look, right? Mm-hmm. And they are looking around the room. And also, I mean, they're also cops, you know, so. Uh, sure. And so they're looking around the room and it is a scene that is, mm, let's say four seconds of audio. And uh, I gotta do some math, 11 plus. So 15 seconds of them just looking around the room. It is a long lingering scene. And I'm going to be honest with you, I think it lasts a little too long. Because <laughs> the main reason why before we started recording this, I said, I'm going to real quick double check that scene. Because it's like not even a full 20 seconds. And I feel like the fact that I have two sentences written down on my notes for like what happens, that feels like far too little though still for like 20 seconds. Nope, that is exactly no, what happened exactly. in the scene. They sit there for a long time. And the last thing you do see is them hanging up the sign that says, Gov, uh, you know, Roosevelt. 
this is a then it goes to commercial right yes it does i think that that is the i think that's the rosetta stone here is they're like listen you know commercials coming up we're gonna linger on these cops just go to the bathroom it's fine it's just <laughs> if you need to hit it before the commercial just we're gonna late we're gonna be on these cops for a little bit you're not gonna miss anything just head up right we're showing you like we're trying to build up tension without saying a single word that way you know oh okay now like there's this weird build up to nothing yeah seemingly so like that <laughs> must mean that it's time for yeah. me to run and use the the little chronicom room right <laughs> although they would not need to they would just need to recharge anyway um right. <laughs> That's that. What a life. God, I would I know. kill to plug in and just be that is sleep. I, Ugh. oh my God. If I could wirelessly charge myself, you know what I mean? Like throughout mm. the day, just like whenever I needed to, but without having to fall asleep, it would just be so much better for me. Yo, I, would, yo, I don't know, man. Sleeping is pretty good. I like sleep. But I struggle with sleep is the issue. Oh, I see. Okay. I, I am the, the rare person that doesn't apparently. Uh, and I love sleep. I love it. It's so good. There's a 50, 50 split in my household. There are two people in my household. I'm among them who are like, can't sleep. Therefore sleep sucks. Sure. Would rather not have to sleep. And two people Same. that are like, I'm sleeping right now. So <laughs> I'm powering down. I'm in shutdown mode. Yeah, you're talking to me, but I'm going to go lie down on that bed and then be asleep just fine. So I don't sure. know what you what you want to do. For me, I don't want wireless charging. I want wired charging because that means I don't have to go anywhere and I can just watch TV or whatever. And I have to stay in one place. I guess I get what you mean by that. Like yeah. to me, wireless meant more of like... Um, I could be kind of like in an area, right? But I, I, cause to me wireless, you know, it doesn't mean that like I could leave my charger in my living room and then drive five miles away and my phone is still charging, I see. you know what I mean? I meant more of just like the idea that like, I don't have to be hardwired into right. the wall, but like, for example, if I could make my chair a charging right. port, right. So you don't have to and then also my, like something else down the hall. So like I could move freely in between the items and then just right. sit down and it's like, you are now charging. I'm like, great. Get on, you know, TikTok or whatever. Hey, Mike, what is something that you wish that that would be you more like a phone? Like, <laughs> do you want to say that sentence again, real quick? <laughs> I am trying to parse what he said. So, if you would like so to take another go Colin at that, yeah, and I go have for just it. said that we both agree that it would be cool if we could be like phones and charge without having to go to sleep and still be able to be used or use ourselves. I don't. Know, it's weird because phones are objects, and Colin and I aren't Mike. But I um, said nothing, but okay. <laughs> I didn't make a face or anything. I was um, patiently listening. But so I was wondering, because like you were like, I like sleep, so that means nothing to me. But some people like eating is that, or like, I don't know, sleep is my thing. So do you have anything that you would like to just sort of be able to slow? Like sometimes I'm like, I wish I could just take a pill and then that's food. Like that's food sorted. I see. I mean, I love food, but sometimes it's like, ugh, you know? I don't know how uh, bathroom-related you would like to be mm. with this. Oh, that's a good point. Mm. That's a good point. Um, but I have, I do not have a good relationship with uh, uh, numero dos, let's put it got that it, way. Got it, got it, got okay. it. Um, and if I could somehow plug in and just... Like not have frag. to deal with that. Yeah, deal frag. That just would like, be ideal. Yeah. Put it in your trash can and then just go take out trash and just 
automatically something, something like that yeah. i have you don't even have to sit well, on the toilet it just I, I mean i've also thought gone. about i when when i played the video game portal i thought a lot about that um mm-hmm. in a bathroom setting okay um say okay. one or two sentences more about that <laughs> yeah let's hear a little bit more about that <laughs> So okay, are we seriously. talking about putting a portal inside yourself? Kind then, of, yeah, yeah. And then okay, oh, that's or were you? Because uh, the other option to me was you are putting a portal beneath you. No, right. no, no, no. And no, no. saying, like, yeah. I, I, throwing it somewhere else. I, I've had I've had Screw issues you, in the past. What? <laughs> I have Pittsburgh? nothing against Pittsburgh. Oh. I would put it in Seattle. Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh no, that's no. Yeah, the pun would be worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like you know, or or the you know, sorry. Wow, it it goes deeper. <laughs> it, go, it it continues on. I wasn't expecting it to go that deep, but yeah, that that's that, I've thought about it. I mean, I'm okay. I'm I'm an intellectual, and I've I, I've definitely been like, what would I use portals for? Mm-hmm. The uh, discreet uh, elimination of waste. So like intestine, 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 portal, portal, and then literally anywhere else is fine by me fair i really like this because of the way that this was posed just now you said i'm an intellectual therefore i will talk about poop right now (laughs) hey was very much how that conversation went (laughs) sure but i will say that pooping is the human condition hey portal potty Ooh, i like that (laughs) now see that's very good I like that a lot. So what you would do is, uh, is like, instead of going inside one, right, what you would just do is, or like, you know, at any point in the day, when you first get to a location, you just have rows of them, and then you rent one out for the day. Yeah. And you drop, like, you know, your, your payment. For two You walk inside. You put your the second portal inside of you somehow. I don't know how they yeah, do that. Yeah. Right. I'm, I, I'm, not, I, I'm an intellectual, that, but, but I'm not that kind right. of scientist. I'm not a doctor. Right. I'm not a doctor. Yeah. Like, look, I'm. I, I know words. I'm a computer and, and scientist. Right. But, uh, yeah. Not a computer surgeon. Back end to you means something different. <laughs> it's true. We've been here. We've we've been in this bathroom talk for a little too long, I think. Uh, <laughs> hey, would you like to do a quick episode about a scene of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is basically people just staring? No, let's talk yeah, about poop. Listen, that, I mean, here's the thing. That's kind of what I felt like that scene was. It was poop. Ooh, um, what a second. That, was like to me, like of all the scenes that we've watched of anything, that was the first scene where I went, "Why did I see this?" Like I just was like, "This was <laughs> this no. was a nothing." Like, we they literally just said that they're gonna go after the governor, and I get maybe the only thing is to say, "Ah, yes, they figured it out because here's a sign that very clearly says Governor uh, Roosevelt, and they have shown up." Right? Right. Okay. Hmm. Maybe. But again, 19 seconds so it's, <laughs> of that. It's not that this was cut into this particular scene because whoever it was that di- that divvied up the scenes wasn't at fault. It was that the scene itself was unnecessary. Yes. Got yes, it, no, got yes. it, got it, got it. I was not blaming James. Right. I was blaming like the writing or the direction of it. Like just right. the idea of like, because to me, like, you know how you could have done the scene? Ready? You do... You do the sentence that Max says, you could still do it as voiceover, or you could do it still in the last scene. And then right before you cut away is you just have someone hanging up the sign. And then like you have like the over the shoulder kind of thing where someone walks past the camera and you can very clearly see a police uniform. Right. Boom. That's all you needed. 
Done. Is, Three seconds. Is that a network mm. versus Netflix sort of deal? Do you think that Netflix MCU would have done it that way? Because that seems a lot better to me. You know, I I think that if it was uh, something like Netflix or like Disney Plus, like basically a place that didn't have commercial breaks, yeah. I bet that probably yeah. would be how I they would right. do it. Like, or they would do something that would just cut the time down a little bit more. Yeah. Um, yeah. I th- I think they would have made made a little bit more you know succinct. But yeah, I right. think the idea that you're like. We have to kind of like you were saying, we have to build up a little bit to be like, we're very clearly building up towards a, a like mini cliffhanger. Right. You know, because they usually don't do like breaks in moments where someone's like, and here's a joke. And then boom, it's like, and here's the commercial. Right. Like, what's that about? Right. Like, because yeah. then there's no reason that you, you feel weird about like, what am I looking forward to when I come back? You have you have like a it's almost like acts. Right. Of something like yeah. usually. I mean, they in an hour long, you probably have more than two commercial breaks but still the idea of like breaking it down into your different acts where you build up to like some sort of climax essentially and then you're going to come back and like you have to start then working towards that that yeah. issue and that works you towards the next issue kind of thing but you, i mean um, you're absolutely right they they set up the thing with mac and that scene this scene that we're talking about is literally them being like yep we know about it <laughs> he but listen, like, i mean he's right Here's the thing, though. I will say it does prove to you that, like, when you come back from the commercials, right, like, this this is confirmed he's correct, and that when you come back, you're going to have to start fighting these guys and getting to that party, which I get. But it just, like... The, with how long they linger on it, it is an uncomfortable energy. And I was like, <laughs> why am I still watching this? Go to the next scene. And they kept being like, and more plates and more tables. Yes, it is a dinner party. Very good. Yes. Ah, and the sign for a third time. Very good. And now a close-up of the sign. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> yep. Actually, I am a close-up of just the V and then back up a little bit and then back in. <laughs> Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, well weird. played. Every everyone, uh take five on that. <laughs> yeah. It does it also reeks of like, listen, we, we hired these guys that play the Chronicops and they're contractually obligated to have to have three and a half minutes of screen time and we only have them in for like th- three minutes. So like is there a way we can write like nineteen seconds of a uh, of something in there? Like yeah, yeah hang on. a very specific amount of time. It's like you need nineteen seconds. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I guess we could put them here, but nineteen seconds. Yeah, feels a little long to sit there and someone's just like this scene is rolls, supposed man. to be five seconds long. <laughs> Max says They're the like, line, and we got a commercial. I'm like, I'm sorry, that's I don't make the rules. Okay, they're like, listen, you can either record that scene and have us in and out of this like set in like again 30 seconds or we could add more dialogue to some other scene and have them talk more like what do you want they're like oh god all right fine it's a nice set up the cameras and let's hit roll it's a nice writer's (laughs) guild you got here it'd be a pity if we had to absolutely dunk on it have a strike right now am i right (laughs) um yeah so that this scene is i hadn't put it together this scene is literally just some cutting to someone else going yes Mm-hmm. Yes. So speaking, and of they kind of like someone, look at their watch and they're like, "Why are you still here?" Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> yes, I'm still 14, 15, menacing. 15, so. Commercial. And cut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hold, hold. They're like, "Hang on, tied backed out of the commercial spot, so we have an extra few seconds oh, to, God. to cover." Okay, go. I love the idea that this is live. 
<laughs> yeah. Wait, aren't all shows live? The oh, oh, um, uh, they try not to do uh, live cartoons. It's a terrible strain on the illustrator's wrists. Um, <laughs> the I like the idea of the Chronicops looking around like, oh, not not yet. Okay. Uh, uh, they are no? extremely early. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uncomfortably early. They're like, we'll wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're like, sir, the doors don't open for another two and a half hours. They're like, that's fine. They're like, uh, all righty. Okay. Well, we'll see you. Uh, a trusted officer of the law. Loitering? Yeah. <laughs> it's also weird, though, because like, they didn't have cell phones, so it's not like they could play a game on their phone, right? Uh, I like to know, think that have... Comic-Cups have that in their eyes. They're just like... Oh, okay. They're doing a Sudoku puzzle like behind their visual cortex, essentially. Yeah, exactly. just like... But the thing is, since they're, they're not kind doing of technically a computers, Sudoku, they're doing all Sudoku. They're doing yeah, yes. they're doing Sudoku. They solve every Sudoku known to man, and they're like, and done. Okay, well, what do I do for the next two hours and twenty nine minutes? Okay, great. <laughs> the um, cool thing is, they the last number of the last one is a five, and they look at each other and they're like five, and they give a high five, and it's like <laughs> you don't know what's happened because you're not a Chronicom. <laughs> But believe me, that high five has portent and cachet. That I mean, it, yeah, it's like it's a it's a long time coming kind of thing. It's like they have that like on not ongoing joke, but like I don't know what the word for it is. Like, but it's like contextual to just them. They're like, you wouldn't get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an it's you had a, to be there. They're like, yeah. I was like, no, no, no. You had to be there. You're, 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 don't worry about it. This is a chronic conversation. So see yourself <laughs> out of it. <laughs> okay. Uh, here's a question because I was like I was gonna just move on and like basically have us just <laughs> go ahead and end the episode, but I've just thought of a of a guest, Jim. Mike, can you tell me about a story that won't get you in trouble? Um, with okay. Whoever might be listening to the episode, has there ever been a time where you've been like thinking that like a conversation or like a quote unquote scene in your life was over, and then it just lingered and it kept going, and you were kind of like. Looking at your watch, like you can go ahead and go now. Don't say this episode. <laughs> I'll say, it's please don't say been... anything about either of us. But yeah, <laughs> it's certainly not been with either of you. But there have been times in which I, I mean, I'm an introvert. Uh, uh, surprising, probably no one uh, that might be listening to any of my podcasts whatsoever. Um, but uh, I, I, so many times in my life, I've had a conversation with someone else. And then I'm done with that conversation and I'm like, okay, we've, we've done what we needed to do here. And the other person doesn't seem to pick up on those kind of cues of like, I, I think we're done here. And they're like, no, no, no. We just said not to talk about us. No, 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 no. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about more like, you know, uncomfortable situation. This is, I, I, talking with you guys is like putting on a comfy sweater and like a big Uh old hug. Uh Uh, But like, I like a a person I'm like, I don't know very well. And I'm like, okay. And then they're, you know some 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 vibe is just off you know like people have vibes and sometimes vibes are good and sometimes they're not uh with you they're they're great with with Thanks. people that may, may not be great so it's like you know like okay the information's been you know we've done it we can move on and they 
or maybe somebody is really wanting to be my friend and i'm like i need some time alone because i am an introvert and i need to recharge and things like that so those kind again. of situations happen no again no mm, hold not. on <laughs> not with y'all never Mike, with y'all your phone thing is is like a airdrop data transfer that's the thing you need where it's like uh, data transfer and then you just leave you have the information yes. you need and then you're gone because you don't even necessarily have to directly be yeah. there. Like, they just have to be in the vicinity. Yeah. But they don't have to this literally look sure. right at you to give yeah. you the information. Yeah, that works. That's, 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 I think I like that's that. your thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That way you don't have to have the three minutes of you both going, so, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> which, okay. yeah. which is basically so. to, like, eject your USB mm-hmm. key and you're like... Oh All my right. God! Is that done yet, or is it out? Ex- or what's going on? You've explained to me so well just now with the eject USB. <laughs> oh no! I've learned and if something you try and about do it myself. Early, it's like, what are you doing, you weirdo? What's going on? And you're just like, I just want to leave. I just want to eject this, please. Force quit. Force quit. Force yeah. quit. I, I will say these conversations I'm discussing uh, in our uh, work from home wor- world. Uh, don't happen very often, which is kind of nice, actually. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> no I do miss people by though, your sometimes. Yeah. But, like, to just have, like, you know, individual time of focus, like, real mm. nice. Hmm, focus. I, 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 it's What's become that? elusive for me as well. Okay, but, good, 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 good. Um, but when I do get it, it's real nice. Oh, it's real. Oh, it's that real good Gabagool. I don't know why I said that. I looked at it's because call, I've said it in like two at, other episodes. I looked at you for a moment and I'm like, my brain's just like, you have to say Gabagool now. He's like, hey, that guy's half Italian. Sure, Gabagool. Oh, oh no. Going to Cuomo. Oh no. oh, no. I'm going to appropriate you. Oh, no. Well, it's the, the, the full line is. I was like, you've gobbled your last ghoul, Governor Cuomo, is the actual line. But sure. I like to cut off the Governor Cuomo thing, not just because he's kind of a piece of shit, but also because uh, <laughs> specifically, I like that when you take off the name, it can be used for anybody. It can be used yeah. for anybody and for a lot of situations, to be to be fair. Yes. Yeah. I like to think of a, of a 1970s cartoon show that's sort of like Ghostbusters, but stars the Ramones, and they uh, meet a villain and... He's like, you, Gabba Gabba, your last school. You know, that, the room. So TikTok, huh? Well, so what I like, I, what, just... what I, I, I will say, you know, for every time you want a conversation to end and they won't <laughs> let it end, you should just leave it with, you've Gabba your last school. I then turn around and like leave. Sure. Just like. Yeah. Or you could say, we've gobbled our last ghoul. Ooh, and then, then it's like, a like, group ghoul. It's a group ending. Or well, pitch a TV uh, show that no else, one likes, seems... and that's also a really good uh, way to cut off a conversation. <laughs> yeah. Well, it seems like we've uh, gotten to everything that we needed to, so... We've absolutely gobbled our last ghoul. We've gobbled our last ghoul. Thanks, everyone. And then you sort of put up your, like, metaphorical wall, and you just, like, disassociate from them and leave. Feels like a cool way to lead into the music of 1931, where I do feel like I just went through therapy for a moment. Now I have to listen, hear about a song. Yeah. It's great. I like well, it. you know, I I do agree with you. And uh, here, I'll give you I'll give you a good transition here, okay. James. And with that, I think we've gobbled the ghoul of this episode. So, James, why don't you hit us up with some music of 1931? Sure, I absolutely will. This is a song called "Lady Play Your Mandolin." 
by someone named Nick oh. Lucas. It has one of my favorite structures of old song title, which is that song title is too long. Um, <laughs> it's one of my favorite things. This actually, this song title is not too long enough. I, I like song titles that are like, lady, play your mandolin so that I might make it home. You know, like where it's like, sure. that, just cut, cut it off somewhere. Is there a chorus? Anyways, okay. So this guy, Nick Lucas, was born Dominic Nicholas Anthony Lucanese. Um, he was an American jazz guitarist and singer. He was the first jazz guitarist to record as a soloist. His popularity during his lifetime came from his reputation as a singer. His signature song was Tiptoe Through the Tulips. Do you guys know the song Tiptoe Through the Tulips? Yes. I feel like I do. It's not. Yes. You don't know it by Nick Lucas. You know it by. By Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. Correct. Ah, uh, yes. Tiptoe okay. through the tulips. Right. Through the <laughs> exactly. That guy. And I. Sure. That hurt actually a lot. But... I, <laughs> you were going for it. All right, so he was born in uh, Newark, New Jersey, to an Italian family. Uh, at the age of 25, he gained renown with his hit renditions of Pickin' the Guitar and Teasin' the Frets, because you Ooh. could just call guitar songs whatever you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> in 1923, Gibson Guitars proposed to build him a concert guitar with a deeper body, which goes to show that literally guitar companies have been have had like the same thing to do for famous people since the beginning. It's just like, you're famous and you play guitar. We'll make you a guitar. I don't know. You want one? <laughs> so they called it the Nick Lucas Special. It became a popular model with guitarists. It was this guitar's outline that was later used as the basis, as the basis for the Gibson Les Paul solid body electric guitar. Mm. Which is kind of cool. Oh, okay. That is cool, yeah. In 1923, he began recording for Brunswick and remained one of their exclusive artists until 1932. In April 1930, uh, Warner bought Brunswick, so that he was Brunswick's exclusive artist until 1932 is sort of not correct, but we'll give it to them. Uh, Warner gave him his own orchestra, built on his records as the Crooning Troubadours. This arrangement lasted until December of 1931, when Warner licensed Brunswick to the American Recording Corporation. The new owners were not as extravagant as Warner Brothers had previously been, and Lucas lost his orchestra and eventually left Brunswick in 1932. He made two recordings for Durium in 1932 for their Hit of the Week series. These would prove to be his last major recordings. He spent the, last, the rest of his career performing on radio, in nightclubs, and dance halls, he died in Colorado Springs, Colorado, which I mentioned only because that's where I was born, of double pneumonia three weeks before his 85th birthday. In July of 1982, which is just under a year before I was born. Some people have called me the reincarnation of Nick Lucas. I don't know. Um, so <laughs> this song, Lady Play Your Mandolin, is from a cartoon called Lady Play Your Mandolin. It is a uh, Mary Melodies um, cartoon. And here's what the cartoon is about. The cartoon features Foxy as a gaucho. He visits a local saloon, which is disguised as a cafe, reflecting that when this guitar cartoon was made, Prohibition was law of the land in the USA. Also, as a reflection of Prohibition, liquor bottles have skull and crossbones labels. His horse soon finds himself drunk, because, you know, and begins to hallucinate wildly. Similarly to Foxy, the cartoon features a female Fox character that is very reminiscent of Minnie Mouse. 
As was typically the case with early with the early entries in the Merry Melodies series, one purpose of the cartoon was to promote a Warner-owned popular song. The title theme, written by Oscar Levant and with lyrics by Irving Caesar, was a 1930 number five pop hit sung by Nick Lucas, as we've said. Mm-hmm. And so, in in the short, it is sung by a female Fox character who would later become Foxy's girlfriend, Roxy. That is where that came from. I was like, let's see about this about this song, and it was like, here's a full ass cartoon, and I was like, <laughs> the 30s, here we go, and that's and that's the music of 1931. Fantastic. Well, James, while you're here, yeah, <laughs> do you mind taking us to social media? Before I take you to social media, why don't we get uh, Mike has already talked. I'm gonna start over. Yes, Colin, I will. <laughs> I was like, this is the third one. We didn't do the thing, and then I remembered all the silliness from me before um, with the dice and stuff. Yep, terrific. All right, so we have a Twitter <laughs> handle for this podcast, which is at Timeline Scav. There's also a Twitter handle for our network, Scavengers Network, which is at Scavengers Net. I have a Twitter handle, which I like to call at Unabashed James, because that's what it is. Colin, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, my Twitter handle that I like to call is Colin M. Parker. Cool, cool, cool. And uh, Mike, when you telegraph your Twitter handle, where do you telegraph it to? Beep, 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 Oh, wait. Oh, I need uh-huh. to move it out of Morse code. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so you can uh, find... If you're sorry you put it in Morse code, that's remorse code. <laughs> God, Mike, please get us. Please, please just give us your thing and so we can get out of this. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know I like these, though. <sighs> Got to bring it back in, in inside myself for a moment. Uh, you can find... What? No. No, nope. uh, you can find my podcast at uh, Good Morning Greendale. Uh, I'm sorry, my podcast Good Morning Greendale at Good Greendale, and you can find me at T H E G I G G A S. It is the beginning of November, and so that does mean NaNoWriMo for um, a certain cadre of podcasters at the Scavengers Network. Um, myself being one of them, uh, we have a podcast called Wet Hot American Moon Juice, a NaNoWriMo podcast, where we use the last week of October, two times a week in November, and the last and the first week of December, to both uh, anticipate, commentate, and reminisce about the NaNoWriMo month and process and how it went writing, uh, doing National Novel Writing Month. It's a very insightful and, and fun look into a bunch of different people's processes and how they. Uh, attack a sort of uh, stressful but creative assignment. So, without American Moon Juice, a podcast with a silly name and silly people involved, but it's a seriously great time. I don't know if we want to make that a shirt now or later, but uh, anyways, that's going to do it for me for the today. Um, I need to go grab some water, but until then and after then, I have been James Anderson. I'm Colin Parker. And I have been Mike Snyder. Excelsior.
Hi, I'm Michael Jones. This is Jordan Swears. And this is the Face Jam Podcast, where we try every new fast food limited edition item to let you know how it is, and then you can go eat it yourself. One of us really likes fast food. Yeah, and I also like it too, so this works out great. Thanks for being here, Jordan. If you want to hear more crazy witty banter from a couple of likable guys like us, make sure you subscribe to the Face Jam Podcast. And then clear your plate, because it's time to eat. I'm the one who doesn't like it. No. <laughs> the Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.